In today's episode, we're going to be talking about our engagement and uh, like how we had to navigate from navigate all the opinions that we're get, that we're getting from our parents, in-laws, like all, all future in-laws and all these different things because it was a crazy time. Let's go. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship so that you can say yes to God's call to marriage with confidence and live out your vocation with excellence? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Filino. We'll help you transform your relationship and become the holy couple God is calling you to be so that you can discern and answer God's call to marriage with more clarity, confidence, and peace. We're so glad you're here. Now let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. This is Rafi. And Sarah. Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. And uh, today we're talking about engagement and learning how to navigate opinions mm-hmm. because it is very rampant yes. and we hear it from what a, a lot of people i mean not just even from us from us experiencing it but everyone we we hear about like for some reason once you once you propose and you're starting to plan the wedding it becomes everyone's wedding <laughs> it's the craziest journey ever it's because weddings are so exciting everyone wants to give their two cents <laughs> Yeah. And I remember, like, what were some things that we were challenged with? Mm. Let's see. I know for me, it was like venue placing. Where was it going to be? Because I grew up and the reception area was always in like a ballroom. Um, But a ballroom wasn't quite in our budget. So you and I were exploring other options that were different um it wasn't like the usual way another thing was um wait so who who proposed to not do it in the ballroom um so your family no the like my mom she always planned um weddings receptions in ballrooms but then because our budget you and i decided like oh well well actually you because I, I still wanted a ballroom. We were like, oh, our budget doesn't really allow for that. So you were the $5,000 budget. Yes. That was so good, huh? Wasn't that a great idea? No. Man, you loved that idea. No. It's like, oh. So just context. Like, as soon as we got engaged, I think Sarah started dreaming about her, her wedding. And we had I, come, I like totally shut it down. I was like, oh. I was thinking about like maybe a five thousand dollar wedding, maybe a potluck, <laughs> a potluck, you know, maybe a restaurant, or something. It's like we don't really need much. We just need to, we just need to be the sacrament and get married in the church. Everything else is just whatever. Don't do it, man. As much as it sounds like a logical solution for you, this is not about you. This is <laughs> not a logical time. <laughs> yeah, this is a this is something that she has dreamed of most of her life. I know for me, I wasn't really dreaming about a, a wedding day <laughs> growing up. But I know um, you you were right. You had these these fantasies oh, yeah. and yes. these dreams about getting married. Thank you, Hollywood movies, for setting the standard. Yeah, that is I, unreachable. 
Yeah. Or well, we'll just no, put you in a lot of you're debt. bougie. Put you in a lot of debt. Well, bougie. And you're all into the materialism and the secular influences of what marriage is. It's just a wedding day, mm-hmm. right? Got to go all out on this thing. And yeah, don't listen to that. Yeah. Um, I think the big challenge for me like, wasn't really wedding planning related. I think it was just hearing from certain people that we shouldn't be getting married like mm. that was crazy like i was hoping to hear from people getting excited about us getting married and us actually because we're coming into this wanting to do it the right way we were wanting to get married in the church we were wanting to do things the right way yet we we're hearing all these opinions like nope you shouldn't you should wait maybe two or three years you and just we're like, met you don't yeah. even know each other yeah it's like, how do you know what I know about this person that I want to marry? Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> and it was hard. Yeah. Because it's the people that we love the most. Mm-hmm. So it's very, Close. um, the heart was conflicted. Yeah. Too. So what were you feeling? I felt so confused. Do I listen to these comments from my loved ones or do I listen to my heart and to you, Rafi? And still get married. And obviously, I listen to us. But it wasn't always like that. No, because there was a time. There was for a quick moment, quick second, where I was like, um, yeah, this probably we shouldn't continue our relationship anymore. And you were totally surprised. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Hold what? on, hold on. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but it, it, what I, I think what what I really enjoyed about that experience that it really it really forced us to step up and see if we were actually going to be a couple. Mm. Like it really, like when 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 I was hearing these these opinions and all these different things, for me I saw that opportun as opportunities and as kind of like a test. If anything, like. Are we really committed to each other and committed to making this work? Mm. Or are we just committed to our family members and we're not mature enough to detach from them mm-hmm. and just continue mm-hmm. to do everything that they say to us to do? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was really powerful on your end because I know you struggled with this most of your life. You you said yes to a lot of whatever your family would say about how you should live, live your life. Child. You were a Cinderella child. And <laughs> when you were when you were completely doing opposite of what your family members wanted from you. It was a shock. Yeah. It was a shock. Mm-hmm. And it was a shock to you as well because oh, yeah. you were you were not handling it well. No. This so was... tell tell them about that story. Hey there, Rafi jumping in real quick. Are you a young adult Catholic and want to know the secrets to discerning and preparing for a marriage that lasts a lifetime? If so, we'd like to give you a free gift. Before Sarah and I met and got together, we both experienced our fair share of being in toxic relationships for years, struggling with things like falling in chastity, miscommunication, and always getting into heated arguments. But by the grace of God, finding the right mentors and surrounding ourselves with the right community, we were able to heal from the past, break these unhealthy habits, and learn more positive ways to live out our relationship. 
we created this free resource called A Simple Guide to Discerning and Preparing for a Holy and Thriving Marriage to reveal some of these secrets that have transformed our relationship as well as the relationships of Catholics we've mentored on their journey to marriage. Go to journeytomarriage.com gift to grab this free gift now. See, this free guide answers the biggest questions we hear from young adult Catholics discerning and preparing for marriage, sharing practical tips that you can easily implement today and produce incredible results for your relationship. So if you are a young adult Catholic that's tired of struggling to figure out this whole journey to marriage alone, I would like to instead navigate this journey with more confidence, clarity, and peace. Then go to journeytomarriage.com slash gift to grab your free gift now. All right, let's go back in today's episode. Oh man, this was something so new to me because I was trying to stand up for what I wanted um, for my life, for my relationship with Rafi. And I just really had to like start speaking my truth and standing my ground. And that was so new to my family. And I guess maybe they, some of them saw it coming like one day she's going to say no. Um, but to those closest to me, it was a shock. They thought I was being influenced by Rafi, like he was manipulating me, he was telling me to say these things, but they were things that I truly desired, things that I truly wanted, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to marry him, so I had to start standing up for us as a couple, mm-hmm. and it. I'm so glad that I did that, because then that just shows the trend for in our marriage, that we're able to be a united front. Yeah, because being influenced by each other in a relationship, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. If anything, that's how relationships thrive. When you're able to influence each other and like if you can't influence each other, like there's how are you going to create that synergy or collaboration? Yeah. Right. So the fact that you went against your family's will to to do this new journey, like getting married, like trying to do God's will for your life. Yeah. Since this is something that we prayed about, we discerned. Mm-hmm. They were just concerned because um, we didn't know each other very long and I was 22 at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the big thing that helped us in this area was this conversation that we had. Um, and and, it, and it's, it's the conversation we always had like leading up to the engagement, even to I think like the day before, like rehearsal dinner. I remember sitting down with Sarah and I I had a talk with her. I was like, hey, no matter what we hear out there, like there's going to be a lot of noise and we need to listen to the, we need to listen to God's word here. Mm-hmm. Like this is something we have prayed about every single week. We, we were very devoted to doing a holy hour adoration every single week. And in the silence, this is where we were, we felt drawn mm-hmm. to. So I always kept reassuring Sarah, like, hey, I know you're hearing a lot of noise and opinions and all these things from our family and how we should do all the things. But let's let, like just focus on me, like fo- like mm-hmm. focus on us right now and focus on what we feel, the, what we feel the Lord is is telling us. And I think that that perspective shift ha- was really powerful because there was a lot of things that I could focus on, but the fact that like 
when it was when it was being chaotic i could just focus in your eyes and feel secure Mm -hmm. feel at peace with where we're going and and knowing that god would provide for the both of us even if everyone's not happy about it i felt like that that allowed me to feel united with you feel like aligned with you definitely and it was so good to hear you say those words like just focus on me focus on us really helped just like ground me again and focus on the goal Mm -hmm. uh, that we were trying to get towards instead of being distracted by everything that was um tugging on me Mm -hmm. so we encourage you for all of you who who might be hearing hearing all the opinions from the people you love the most about your relationship, whether you're engaged or dating, like even in your marriage, like we hear opinions and everything. Mm -hmm. I really encourage you if you want to, if you really want your relationship, your marriage to work out, like focus on each other, listen to each other. And not that, not only that, but listen to God, like submit to God and listen to his voice and allow his voice to direct the both of you. Because you can never go wrong with that. And when, you, when you're both led by Christ, you both submit to Christ, and, you, and then there's, no, there's nothing really that will go wrong if you submit to each other. Why? Because in Ephesians 5, it says, you've got to submit to one another in reverence for Christ. Like mm-hmm. that's literally what we are called in marriage. We're just to submit to each other in reverence for Christ. But we can't do that unless we have Christ in the, in the, in the, in the forefront Mm -hmm. that's something that we're discerning and yeah and and just just like focusing on each other that no matter what chaotic noise distraction is going to be thrown at us like let's let's do god's will yes like and if that's marriage like let's do it even if people are not happy about it because there's always going to be people yep everybody has has their opinions and that's okay Mm-hmm. everybody is entitled with their opinions you could just acknowledge that and still do god's will for your life yes so do it um hopefully you got some value from this episode and i just want to let you know especially for those who are in, in your engagement we're praying for you and we know how difficult this could be right now but just stay aligned this is a test mm-hmm. of how how really truly committed you are to one another and to god to doing God's will for your life. Um, with that being said, we are doing a workshop actually that's coming up real soon about setting boundaries. <laughs> like how do you how do you navigate these challenges when people have these opinions about you, about your relationship, about your partner? Like how do you how do you create healthy boundaries without burning bridges, without having to tell people off, without having to just sever relationships with the, the ones you loved. Um, if that's something that you want to learn, we encourage you to to join us. It's going to be a free workshop. And uh, to get your ticket, you have to go to holycouplesworkshop.com slash boundaries. Again, it's www.holycouplesworkshop.com slash boundaries. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be lit. It's so important. Yeah, it's going to be great. So... With that being said, praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to the Journey to Marriage podcast. Let us know your thoughts about this episode by sending us a DM on Instagram at Journey to Marriage. Also, do you have a burning question about relationships and marriage that you'd want for us to answer in a future podcast episode? If so, go to journeytomarriage.com slash ask to submit your burning questions to us for a chance to get it answered in a future episode. Again, go to journeytomarriage.com slash ask to submit your question now.